Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Grit with me, Robert Young. I'm going to ask you for something. I'm going to ask you for your help. If you like this podcast and you think somebody else would like it, please share it. Send them a link Say, listen to this. This is a great story. Um, as this podcast is evolving, whenever I have guests on that, I, I try to explain to them that what their accomplishments are is great. But what I'm trying to get is a personal story of where you came from, how you got to where you are, where you want to go. So it's all encompassing because there are many things that affect somebody throughout their lives that probably affects a lot of us. And it's something that I want people to kind of learn from and understand that there's ways around them. And how did this person navigate? And how did this person navigate? And how did this person fail? But yet we always talk about, I'm going to fail forward. What does that mean? Until you're failing, you don't really understand what it means to fail forward. And when you start to listen to other people's failures and the things that they've got to overcome, all of a sudden you get some ideas and all of a sudden you realize that, yes, you can overcome things. So my guest today is Luan. And Luan um, moved here from Vietnam when he was 14 years old, had to learn a language, had to, and he lives in Omaha, had to learn a language. He had to incorporate um the the American culture with his and he had to learn and adapt and overcome things and th that just really one it made him stronger and two it made him really appreciate where he lives and the opportunities that he has so he's got an interesting story and um, I'm sure that you guys will enjoy it um, so I appreciate it get yourself a cup of coffee sit back and I hope you enjoy the show. I will see you next week. Take care. How have you been? Yeah, uh, it's good Thanksgiving, man. How about was you? Was it? It was a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was really good. I needed a break. Yeah. Yeah. Where you, now? Where are you at right now? I am uh, in Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha, how's the weather out there right now? Dude, it's been we've been blessed. It is still uh, sunny, high sixty. Oh, so can't complain. You know, usually uh, we're wrapping up already, but uh, still, yeah. still building outside. Uh, people still buying, so uh, it's a good time. Is this uh, odd for it to be this warm so late? No, it's usually we should have some type of snow already, usually. Uh -huh. Okay. So, uh, I don't know if this is going to be a long winter when when this, this shit happens. Uh -huh. It with some major storm or some shit. I don't know, man. It's Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> Those, now, when you shut down, how long do you usually shut down for? Uh, last year, we built all year. Uh, this year, I'm hoping to do the same. Uh, usually, if it's snow or icy, I'm going to take a break. But, yeah. Well, so, we're going into this conversation like people know what we're talking about. Um, tell people what you're doing right now. That's to let them know. So I'm a deck builder, exterior 
guy, uh, back fences, you know, small, okay. time, small time construction. Okay. How long have you been doing that? July, 2020. So very recent. Yeah. And going yeah. well. hundred <laughs> percent. Did, um, is it something that you had done previous? To the, to starting this construction, what did you do before? Uh, I have uh, I knew guys to construction. I I don't know. I didn't buy a saw until June two thousand twenty. <laughs> before I uh, I work at the casino. Okay. Yeah. What casino. Horseshoe uh, here in Iowa. Okay. Over the uh, the side of the river, and uh, it's a uh, Caesar Entertainment. Uh, brand okay and with the deck building you just said you never owned a saw what what made you think about doing this uh so uh let's make a long story short uh covid hit casino get furloughed so they shut the casino down i got furloughed the income was cut to about 40 percent I mean, it's a pretty drastic cut, uh, but, and then I got more, you know, uh, my kid need a playhouse and uh, everything was sold out, even trampoline because, you know, everybody stay home now, you know, they, that's what they buy, playhouse and, you know, uh, trampoline for the kids and we couldn't find any. So I'm like, fuck it, I want to build a playhouse. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, do do my little research, uh, go on YouTube, watch a few videos, research what tool to buy. And I'm like, man, man, I really don't know what I'm doing. So, uh, you know, I, I go with a chop saw, you know, can make a perfect 90 to 50 degree cut, you know. So that's that's my first saw. And uh, I built the playhouse by myself. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I'm kind of good at this shit, you know. Mm-hmm. So I start fixing up my deck, you know, start staining it. I'm like, oh, this shit look pretty good. So I went over to my mom, did my mom. So I'm like, you know what? I'm 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 gonna try something out. Start mm-hmm. Facebook page, post up a bullshit ad, and then people would start calling. So I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> it's working. So I, I like, like I said, I got nothing to do at that point in time, you know. Yeah. I still collect money from the casino. And but I'm out here, you know, do, doing decks kind of like full time, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh I got my uh my first uh my first deposit was I think it was 750. So I took that deposit, I went and buy a power washer and a couple of staining machines. And then, uh, you know, just open it right in their backyard. (laughs) (laughs) So that's how I got started, did that? And and then it just kind of grew from there. Yeah. And then uh, the casino opened back up. I, you know, I missed a few days. I'm like, okay, so I take a leave of absence. And when all my PTO and all that shit run out, you know, I resign. Okay. Now, but you're, you're originally, where are you originally from? 
Like, wh- where were you born? Vietnam, Saigon. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh. And you were there for 14 years? 14 years, yeah. How was it growing up over there? Do you remember it? Yeah, I remember it clearly. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was rough, dude. Uh, was but, it? Uh, you know, I, but I didn't know it was rough growing up. But now I look back, oh shit, man, we were really fucking poor, huh? Yeah. But uh, I guess the the love was always there, so that's good. And uh, but we we stay busy, so it's it's not. It, it was rough looking back now that I have some perspective, but growing up, I didn't think it was that bad. Mm-hmm. And your mom and dad lived there? Uh, no, my my dad actually passed away when I was six months old. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I I, I knew of him, but I don't, don't really know who to do this. Uh-huh. My mom, uh, my mom raised me from... From that point on to when I was 14 and she remarried and we relocate over here to the United States. Okay. So yeah. that's what brought you over here. Uh, and uh, where did you end up um, in the U.S.? Omaha, man. In Omaha. So you've been <laughs> been there ever since. Been, been here ever since. What took you, what brought your, your so your mom married. Um, and was it your stepdad that, did he live in Omaha? Is that what got you guys there or what got you there? Yeah. He lived here, uh, in Omaha. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, just, uh, that's where we come then here. Yeah. And it's so funny. You, you think, um, you're not the first person that has told a story about living, you know, elsewhere and, and growing up hard and and poor but you didn't know any different you know and now looking back you're like oh wow that that was you really shitty and uh but when you're in it you don't know any different no you don't i mean you only know what you know right but at the same time it's it's like it i think it's a blessing because Uh you know i think privilege is a curse Mm-hmm. You know, so now I have perspective already. If I lose everything, I lose everything. You know, yeah. I, I will be. I know how to be happy again. Right. You're so, you're absolutely right about the whole privilege is a curse, and you know, um, I feel like my kids are there. You know, when I was growing up, uh, I I worked and I worked for my dad, and uh, you just made your way. And now, when when you have so much. It's it's hard to see the other side. And yeah. how to, you know, working your way through that. Now, when you came here at 14, was it just you or do you have siblings? No, it's just me, man. And uh I guess at that point in time, two stepbrothers. Okay. Uh, but they live with their mom and they they're in and out, in and out. It's uh-huh. just it's like a weird dynamic going on there. How was it moving here? Dude, I think that's the roughest time of my life. Uh-huh. You know, I was uh, basically, uh, I was running the street in Vietnam. Like, we didn't have no rules, no nothing. And there's a lot of people, you know, with, I live in a slum of the city, right? So uh, 
there's a lot of people and you come over here, there's nobody. Mm-hmm. You know, when you compare New York to Omaha, it's like, where the fuck are all the people, bro? <laughs> and uh, it's like everybody just keep to themselves over here. You know, I'm like, well, that's odd, you know, and and I can't really do anything because you can't speak the language. You can't, you deaf and you mute. Yeah. You can't drive. So you basically, I'm basically disabled. So, uh, you know, it's, it was a tough time for about, I think, the first few years. Okay. When did you, so how'd you learn the language? They, they put me in a uh, grade school. And just said, Yo. yeah. Uh, I think there's a program called ESL. Uh-huh. So uh, they put us to grade school uh, with like first grader learning how to sell alphabet. Yeah. So we learn every individual individual sounds. Uh, so then uh, after 90 days, I'm like, okay, you graduate. I mean, and then, you know, it's a game of uh, looking up this dictionary and see how, what this sounds like, you know. Uh-huh. And, uh, so after 60 days, they put me to freshman in high school. So, uh, so from there, it's just, you know, it's like, I have to learn this. I like, I, I have to learn English. Right. So when did you, year. was it about a year before it clicked? About a year or two. That's when like, ah, oh, you're talking shit, bro. <laughs> 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 uh, you just you started know. figuring it out. Yep, yep, and the two and two, uh, and it's it's crazy, man. I I didn't think I could learn a language that fast, but when you're immersed, when you're not afraid, like when you immerse yourself in the situation, yeah, like fuck it, you know. Uh, and uh, I guess you really have no choice. Just do or die, you know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what uh, what kind of really uh, got me to make the push is. It's like I seen kids that over here for like five, six years. All they do is sit at home. They don't talk to nobody. Like they, they, they don't learn the language. I'm like, I'm not gonna be like that. They're like, uh-huh. I like running around. I like to do things. So to do things, you need to speak the language, uh, and uh, you know, just just so you can communicate. To me, mm-hmm. communication is big. So I I have to learn how to do this. Okay. No other choice. Now, was your mom able to, did she know English before coming over here? She know a little bit. Uh-huh. But, and then, you know, her and my dad just, you know, she know perfect English now too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, That's, it's kind of uh, it is crazy. Was it hard to make friends when you came over here? Uh, it took me a while to kind of like, uh, get in the the groove of how uh, people function over here. But uh, yeah, it wasn't hard for me to make friends at all. Oh, good. Um, Do you play sports or anything like that? Uh, I play a little bit of soccer, but uh, pretty much uh, nothing. And then I, I started uh, working really early, too, when I was 16. Uh-huh. Uh, essentially, when I could try, I'm like, I don't know, make my motherfucking money. Yeah. You know, what did you start doing just odd jobs here and there? Dude, I did almost everything. Uh-huh. Uh, I bought a pizza machine, dishwasher, a pizza plate, dishwasher, uh, cook, 
and I work at Hardee's, Carl's Jr. Hardee's. Uh-huh. Hardee's for a while, run their kitchen for a while, did paper route for a while, work at a Chinese restaurant, you know, so, uh, and then work started at the casino at to, when I was 18. At 18. How old are you now? 31. Okay. So you were at the casino for a while. Yeah, 11 years, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Did you go to college at all? I went a few times. Uh huh. Yeah. Straight yeah, out of high did. school was uh, lost. <laughs> I didn't yeah. didn't do shit. You know, uh, focusing on the wrong thing and nothing interests me at that point in time. You know what I mean? Uh huh. So this guy, uh, just waste money. I'm gonna quit. Go work. And then uh, the casino, right? Probably three, four years, two, three years ago, I got really bored at the casino. I'm like, oh my God, this feels like a fucking prison. Yeah, <laughs> you know? well, you were there for a long time. I mean, 11 years. Yeah, but uh, so I started blotting my way out, went back to college, you know, put uh, put my wife to nursing school. So uh, so that I, I had to stay there for a while, but uh, she got done and then I went back to business school, uh, you know, getting, I was getting an econ, economic degree with uh, accounting. Mm -hmm. And then I started that building. I'm like, oh, what the fuck do I need all this degree for? I'm just gonna quit and see if, you know, yeah. I can build business, right? So. Are so you, so when you were at the casino, what, uh, did you do all the different things or was there something that was your specialty? <laughs> So I pretty much did everything in the casino. You can put me in any casino right now. I can I can tell you how to run it. Okay. Started as a dealer, and then I was a supervisor. Then I was a lead supervisor, and I was a manager. Uh, you know, basically moving moving up the ladder, right? Uh -huh. And then that's on the operational side. And then uh, an opportunity came. Like I think six years ago, 2014 maybe, 2015, some somewhere about there, where one of the marketing executive hosts quit, and and uh, they come and ask me because I know I'm bilingual, okay. so I know Vietnamese and I know English, and there's a big market for Asian player, you know, in the casino because we fucking love gambling. Yeah, so. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so they come and ask me with no experience in marketing or whatever. Hey, you want to be host and make some money? And I'm like, oh, how much does it pay? Well, you know, it'll pay you three, three more thousand right now. And you got an opportunity to make some bonus, right? Yep. I'm like, oh, shit, sign me up. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what I was getting myself into, this, but what, what the fuck ever, you know? Did you like it? Dude, I hated it. Did you? Ah. At first, uh, but, you know, I, I, I still had to make a living, right? Right. So basically, I had no training. Go, you know, here's what you do. Here's the phone. Here's how to book the hotel. Go make some money. So the job is easy. Basically, you, they want you to get people to come in. You, okay. So you were just calling people. Yeah. So uh, I was just... Uh, uh, calling people 
and uh, uh, you know, get them to lose money or play for a long time, play whatever. Yeah, whatever that is. So that's what I get rated on is the production. Okay, it's basically net profit. Yeah, is what I get, uh, rated on, right? So I'm like, oh, so all I gotta do is five people. So one is start to click it, and I my operation side kind of clicked too. I'm like, there's all these people and nobody's talking to them. Yeah. Because they, they all waiting for the system to spit out players. So okay. I'm going to go take them all. Yeah. I'm going to talk to them all. <laughs> so I make a lot of money, dude. Like I, th- I think I doubled my income in the first year. Wow. And then, uh, you know, and then my book get too big. And they had to hire another host to come in. Okay. Now I started back now again. I got a small book of business, and I grew that again. Wow. So, uh, so I I didn't like the job, but I was good at it. You're good at it. Is that what you were doing uh, when you got furloughed? Yeah, I was. Uh, basically, my title was a uh, marketing executive. Just. Uh, Asian marketing executive. Okay. Yeah. Now so, with with the uh, so you you uh, your wife went to nursing school. What kind of nursing does she do? ICU. Is she in the ICU? How does she like it? Does she love it? So Good. that's what she want to do for the rest of her life. So you know. There you go. Yeah. Is uh, how many kids do you? Have? Three kids. Three. Boys, yeah. girls, who do you got? Eight, eight, five, three. Uh-huh. Last one's a girl. Okay. Yeah. So you got the two knuckleheads first before you got your girl. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of the story. And uh, yeah, my wife, she's crazy too, man. She's, she had a kid on Friday and Monday went back to nursing school. Really? Yeah. yeah. Good for her. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of strength. Yeah, but, uh, we had to make it work someone one way or another, you know. Right. How long have you guys been married? We've been with each other for I think eleven years now. Okay, all right. That's fantastic. She was Three eighteen, kids. man. Since she was eighteen. <laughs> she was eighteen, oh, man. Uh, that flies, dude. I know Time flies. I think uh, I think my wife and I we're coming up on almost thirty years that we've been oh, not married, shit. just together. Yeah, it's crazy. I think married this September will be twenty five years. Yeah, flies, flies, quarter, quarter century. Yeah. Um, now with the the business that you started did um are are you out hammering or are you are you selling now and do you have crews i sell now i still help out a little bit here and there but uh when i started out uh yeah i did a lot of the work and then you know my leg broke so it's kind of yeah how'd you break your leg that i was still had setting some stringer and uh you know already anchor the stringer and then you know, careless. Yeah. 
and then uh, get caught in the wrong place at the wrong time, you know. Were you trying to set that by yourself, or did you have oh, somebody working with you? I had somebody there, and, uh, you know, basically I fell maybe like two, three feet up, and my leg got caught on the stringer, but the stringer can't move right now because I already anchored it. Uh, so well, I bet when I try to get up, it just snapped in half. Dang. Alex missed out on my And from there, you... Uh... It was either business was going to fail or you were going to take control. What'd you end up doing? So I had a few choice. I mean, I was in the hospital for a while, right? Mm -hmm. I had a few choice. I'm like, either I can say, fuck it. I quit, go back to the casino, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, chill. Like, ah. Yeah, I'm gonna stay in business. You know, mm -hmm. I just started this shit. You know. Yeah. Um. So uh, I call up the sub. I'm like, here's like three five job that I have open. Just get it done. Okay. You know, and then I call all the client. Hey man, I fucked up. I broke my leg. Yeah. So I have to hang tight. I'll finish your job, but you don't have to hang tight for a minute. I'm I'm calling people, and they have their day job. But we'll get it done. I'm fucked up right now. I can't yeah. do it. How were people? Were they pretty receptive? What else are they going to do, man? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they can complain, but what else are they going to do, right? What else are they going to do? Call somebody else? Yeah. You know, so as long as you finish it, you know. They so were okay. Yeah. So, and then two weeks uh, later when... I was able to regain my conscious a little bit. I put some more ad out. Okay. I'm like, okay, I'm on Mon Crutches booking job. Did I show up? <laughs> like, I think an estimate, like a week late. I'm like, oh shit, it was last week. I've been in the hospital for a week, man. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Ended up getting the job anyway. Anyways, are you having issues with supplies? Nah. No, you guys are all good there. Yeah, because I only sell what's available. Okay. With with um the decks that you're you're building now, are you doing mostly composite decks or or wood still? It's both. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, composite is a tougher sale, and there's no uh, recurring revenue. Yeah. The wood is a lower entry point. But then you get that recurring revenue every year to stay in it. Okay. Now, are you doing the whole thing? Are you um, building the decks and then refinishing and sealing and all that stuff? Yeah, I, I have the capability to do both. But uh, right now, it's just building. And, I mean, I don't, I'm still trying to strategize my next year move. I'm mm -hmm. probably staying again. Yeah. Is the, build, is the business growing? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think uh, 2020, I did 50 grand with my broken leg and such. You know, it's kind of a wash. Uh huh. And then this year, I think we just broke a million dollars. Wow. Yeah. So it like really took off. Yeah, I'm, I'm aggressive. I'm very aggressive in uh, uh -huh. marketing and, you know, hiring, recruiting, and all that stuff. So, you know, I wanted to grow. And, yeah, you know, I just see where I can take. 
Now, do you use uh, any type of business coaching or anything like that? Or is it just what you do? Oh, no, no, not, not really any business coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, my own experience. And, uh, you know, I have some business knowledge, not a lot. And I know accounting, too, so I know my numbers. Yeah. So that's got to help out a little bit. Um, but not, not yet, not any coaching yet. Yeah. You're just a damn good salesperson. No, man. I, I still think I, I just don't give a fuck. You just go and do your thing and. Yeah. It's just like, who cares? My here, you need the deck. I can build you a deck, you know, uh, you know, I ain't, ain't going to waste your time sitting here and tell 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 you that we the best here, what I can do for you in this yeah. time. I, yeah. Know, most people care about time and money, right? Money is a form of frozen time. So most people really care about time. Yeah. You know, so, uh, so that's it. So I, I just focus on the time and money. I don't even sell the deck. I yeah. I sell a solution. There we go. That's a good way to kind of look at it. And it's obviously it's worked out quite well. How many crews yeah. do you have going at, at a time? Well, right now I have, I obviously all these guys doesn't know how to build deck either. So I, I kind of have to train them too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so right now the optimal crew we have right now is four. And then uh, my partner, he's a, Kind of like a foreman project manager, just kind of run shit around. Mm-hmm. So it's just one crew right now, but uh, we're looking to add some more next year. Yeah. yeah. Anything, any mistakes that you've made along the way that uh, you would do differently? Oh, shit. We make a lot of mistakes, bro. 100%. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> but hey, you smile and say, hey, Mark, we fucked up. Yeah. We'll make it right. Yeah. People rip me off. People, you know, can't please some people. Um, late permit. You know, it's a lot of growing pain, but uh, we got through it. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a, there's some acquaintances that ripped me off, so now I do everything with a contract. Used to, um, if it's like under a few grand, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to stay in your deck or whatever. Now everything with the contract or something, writing. Yeah. Oh, so. It's the only yeah. way you learn. Yeah. So, uh, and if I'd be lying to you if I say we didn't make any mistake. We fuck up, still fuck up, still nowadays. Yeah. No, that's, that's the thing. That's the only way you're going to learn is to mess up here and there and then learn from it and move on. Right. That's good. We're uh, so what's what's the next step, or what's the next for the future? You know, five years. Where do you see yourself? Oh, probably running a few company. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, I'm uh, I'm trying to build this up to uh, where it can run without me. You know, uh, mm-hmm. so I have that as a vehicle so I can go explore what I want to do. I don't know what I want to do yet. With yeah. My life. Yeah. <laughs> You're still young. Right. 100%. You know, so, that's good. You know, and 
doing, uh, yeah, I kind of, uh, I have got your form here and it said anything interesting you want to add. And you were talking about gratitude and perspective and, um, you know, where do you see where your perspective, where you're grateful for? So if anybody listening to this, this is my message. That you're in America, dude. Like, do whatever the fuck you want to. Mm-hmm. Why not take advantage of it? So, you know, um, where I grew up, you got to know somebody, be somebody's son or daughter to even have an opportunity. You know, if it wasn't built for business, there wasn't a lot of, a lot of opportunity to uh, move up in the social ladder. There's no social movement. Right? And, uh, and uh, there's no freedom either to do whatever you want. It's communist. So it's very restrictive. So I grew up in that. So I very much appreciate all the opportunity that I have over here in, uh, in the U.S. So uh, I, even if I lose everything, I'm still grateful because I can make it back again. Mm-hmm. I can go start again. And uh, compare yourself to somebody in Vietnam who trying to make it, but they have no resource, no, you know, you can't just go out and start a business, have no money, no connection, such and such, right? And uh, basically they, they just don't have the capital or the right. labor or no opportunity. So, uh, so that's, my, that's why it's so important for me because I lived there already. So now everything's here. It's just gravy. It just, yeah. uh, everything is just gravy. Like you said, it's just perspective, uh-huh. you know, and nothing was handed to you. Uh-uh. You just started and I'm going to do this. And you started and you had the opportunity and now, you know, it's successful. Yeah. Up, and- you know, it's up to you to either make it grow or, you know, to make it not grow. And then uh, another thing is uh, gratitude. So I wake up just being thankful every day. You know, even even on my worst day, I'm still, you know, try to find time to be grateful. Because mm-hmm. um, now I look back, I broke my legs, blessing in disguise, right? You know, uh, furlough, blessing in disguise, right? Found a new, new path, new freedom. And uh, just, uh, you know, everything is a blessing. It's just depend on how you look at it. It's yeah. Glass half full or the glass half empty. I mean, if you get an accident, uh, you know, what, what can you learn from this? You know, there's always, there's only lesson, you know. Yeah. <laughs> to me, there's only lesson. There's no failure. So now, you know, when you, when the weather rolls in, what are you going to, what do you usually do for the winter? No, uh, we still build it. Like it's, uh-huh. it's just an educating client that this is the better time to build because they're going to have my whole attention. So that's my messaging in the winter. Okay. We're not going to be busy or whatever, but you know, I'm as long as, long as I can keep the guy busy and pay the bill. I, I knew that I'm not going to make a lot of money because right. business is cynical, right? So uh, we, we're going to be busy. So I'm not yeah. worried. Yeah. So is Omaha, is that your last spot? You want to 
Do you ever look to move anywhere? That I had a chance uh, to move to Denver back in the day when they were opening a lot of casino out there. But I I don't really want to move anywhere. Yeah, that's good. It's like it's it's a perfect medium city side where I can get anywhere in about 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. You know, and that's important. Yeah. You know, wasting time driving and sitting in traffic. Yeah. And the money is good here too. You know, there's a lot of money pouring into Omaha. Okay. Google's here. Facebook's here. Amazon's here. PayPal is here. All the taxes here. So that's a, that's big money. It's like a, I call it like a mini Silicon Valley. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of segment of a client that I can target, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe I'll go after medical recruiter. Maybe I'll go after tech sales or maybe I just go, you know, so there's, there's a lot of opportunity for growth. Nice. Well, that's good. Hey man, I appreciate you sitting down and, and chatting today. We uh we went from the beginning to now. So I think I think it was really good. And I, I appreciate your um talking about perspective and and gratitude. I thought that was a a key element to your story. And uh I appreciate you sharing that. All right, man. All hey. right, man. Have a good rest of your day. Uh, you too. All right. See you. Thank you for helping me on. All right. Yeah. Thanks for taking the time. All right. Cool. Good deal. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Beyond Grit with your host, me, Robert Young. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review. Tell somebody about it. You can find this podcast on all major podcast platforms. And be sure to tune in every Wednesday for another exciting success story of somebody going beyond grit. Until then, take care.